Have you ever felt stuck? Stuck in your life, stuck in your relationships, stuck in motherhood, just stuck and not knowing how to get out of the rut you're in. Today, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my story and giving you some steps to help you get unstuck. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome to the Moms on the Rise podcast. I'm Camille Beckstrand, and I am so excited to have you join me for the first official episode of this podcast. Over the past few years, I've had the privilege of coaching hundreds of women through different things in their lives. And someone once asked me, what is it that you do as a coach? Like, what does a coach do? And my immediate answer was, I help people become unstuck because I know what it's like to feel stuck. My whole life, I've been a super goal-driven person. I love setting goals, these big goals, and then putting my head down and going to work to hit those goals. And I had this goal all through high school to buy a car by the time I graduated. So I was always doing little things to have a job, to make money so that I could buy that car. I knew that I wanted a scholarship to go to college. So I was always working hard to do things that would help me to earn that scholarship. I knew I wanted a degree in elementary education because I love teaching and I loved kids. So I spent four years working towards getting my bachelor's degree and I got it. I knew that I wanted to get married. That was always a goal of mine. And so I did the work towards that. And we all know that's a lot of work, right? I knew that I wanted to be a mom. That was something I desired so much. And sometimes that's out of our control, but I did what I could to make that happen. And I'll share that story on another day. But today I just wanted to talk about some of these big goals that I had set and the work that I did to get towards them. And I worked really hard to make those goals a reality, to make them happen. And I loved who I was and I loved who I was becoming in that process. And so I did all of these things. And I remember it was in 2010. It was the day after my husband got his doctorate degree in physical therapy. And I woke up because that was like the last big hairy goal that we had. And I woke up that next day and I thought, huh, what now? All of these big goals and all of these dreams that I had made for myself as a teenager and a young adult, I did not. And I had never dreamed past those goals. And so what was I to do now? And I just figured, well, maybe this is where I go all in on motherhood. And I remember there was one night I was bathing my daughter. She was just a couple of months old. And I remember thinking, this is my life for the next decade or two, like every night bathing kids and putting them to bed and I just remember feeling a little bit sad and maybe that was a little bit heavy. And I just figured, well, this is the way it is. This is what I signed up for. And I might've been suffering from undiagnosed postpartum anxiety or depression, but that's another episode for another day. So while motherhood has been this incredible journey and this huge blessing that I'm so thankful for, I felt this stirring inside of me that there's something more. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever had that feeling of like, wait, what about Camille? Not Camille the mom, not Camille the wife, but me, just me. But I was also so burned out 
and so tired at the end of every day. Like, how was I going to do anything more? There just wasn't enough time. I was so busy being a mom and being a wife. And I started to lose sight of Camille. Camille's dreams, Camille's hopes, Camille's hobbies. People would ask me, what do you like to do? And I would respond, I don't know, be a mom. I just couldn't see anything changing in that moment. I just didn't know how it would change. And I just felt stuck. And those stuck feelings kind of lingered for quite a few years until I finally decided enough is enough. I needed to find a way to make some progress in my life, to set a goal and work towards it and get to know Camille again, to have a more fulfilled and happy life. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I was tired of feeling stuck. So one day I was scrolling through Pinterest like we do, and I saw this quote, most people choose to live by default. You choose to live it by design. Let me say it one more time. Most people choose to live by default. Few people choose to live it by design. And it hit me. I was living my life by default. I was just reacting to everything that was happening in my life instead of proactively taking action. I once heard this analogy that we are the producer, the director, and the actor in our lives. We also are the script writer. So we have the power to change the script at any time. And it made me think, what kind of life am I producing? Am I directing? Am I acting out? What's the life that I'm writing for me? And I knew I wanted a different script. I wanted a script where I felt fulfilled and felt like I was living a life that was up to my full potential. A life where I was a great mom and I had an awesome marriage. I also was all in on taking care of me and doing things for me and growing and progressing myself. No more playing small, no more making excuses, no more waiting for that perfect time because it won't come. You have to make the perfect time. You get to choose the perfect time. And it can be any time, any time that you're ready. So today I want to share with you three steps to take to get unstuck. And I have used these three steps in so many areas of my life. Anytime where I'm feeling a little bit in a rut or I feel like things are just on autopilot and I need to shake up. This is where I go. So if you want, you can grab a piece of paper and a pencil and you can do this exercise with me or you can come back and do it anytime. So here you go. There are three questions that I'm going to ask and they're kind of three steps. You have to do them in the right order. But these are the three questions you're going to ask yourself. And I want you to write it down and write down your answers because there's something that happens when you actually write that makes your brain process your thoughts a little bit differently. So I encourage you to write these down, but at the bare minimum, ask them in your head to yourself. Okay, so the first question that we are going to ask is why are you stuck? Why are you here? Why are you stuck in this place? Why do you feel stuck? Why are you stuck? If you feel like you're stuck in your marriage, like maybe the romance is gone, why? If you feel stuck in your spiritual progress or your relationship with God or a higher power, why? If you feel stuck in the monotony of raising toddlers, I've been there. Why? Identify that thing or that area in your life where you just feel like you're not making progress. Why are you there? Why do you feel you need to change? Now, something to keep in mind is that many times you might want to put the blame or the reason on someone or something else. For example, if you're feeling stuck in your relationship or your marriage, you might say, well, he works so much that so we never get to be together. Or 
money is tight right now, so we can't go on dates. I want you to take a really good hard look at the why. Make sure that you are digging deep inside of you. You can't control your circumstances all the time. You may not be able to control your husband's work schedule. You might not be able to control the money situation, but you can control how you react and you can control how you show up. So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to take ownership of your choices that have got you here. It's going to take some deep digging deep down inside of you. Why do you feel stuck in this area of your life? And why are you just sitting here waiting? So that's number one, why? Number two, what do you need to do? Another way to ask this is what is the next right step you need to take to feel unstuck? You know the analogy of how do you eat an elephant? And that's one bite at a time. Well, what's the first bite that you need to take to start to change this? So many times we only see the big thing that we need to change and it feels big and it's overwhelming and we let that overwhelm keep us from taking any steps forward. Change is made in tiny, tiny steps. So many times when I am coaching women, they discount those small steps of progress that they are making. And that's something that I feel is so important is to celebrate those tiny steps, to acknowledge that you are taking tiny steps. Those small choices add up. And it might be really slow at first and you might feel like I'm not making any progress. I'm not moving in the right direction. But those tiny steps, they do add up. You have to be intentional about the steps you take. But as long as you're moving forward, it will make a difference. When I looked at my marriage a couple of years ago, I told myself, we're just in this season of focusing on our kids, not on our marriage. Like our kids are keeping us so busy. That's where our focus goes. And don't get me wrong, we had a really good marriage, but I craved a great marriage. And I could find ways to blame him and how he was or wasn't showing up. But when I took a really hard look at myself, I saw all the ways that maybe I could improve too, or the ways that maybe I could change. And I really thought about the kind of wife that I wanted to be. And then I said, okay, what's the one tiny thing that I could do today to help me start to move in the direction of having that marriage that I want? I didn't want it to overwhelm me. I knew if it was too big, I wouldn't make it happen. But when I looked at it and, okay, what's the right next step, the right next tiny step that I could take? Now, I didn't have a lot of spare time with four kids and a job and everything else that life throws at you. So I decided to start listening to marriage and relationship podcasts. At first, it was like 10 minutes a day and I was trying to find some to listen to and I would listen while I did dishes or did laundry because you have to do those things anyway, right? So you might as well knock out two birds with one stone. And I decided I'll use that time to kind of work on becoming who I wanted to be. But at the same time, I was doing all of the things that moms have to do. And as I listened to those podcasts more and more, they would recommend different books to read or other podcasts to listen to. So I would read and listen to those. And then I decided, okay, I've learned a lot of different things. I'm going to try some out. And so I would kind of just try little things here and there with my husband and implement some of the things I was learning. And magically, they started to work. And it was a really slow process. But as time marched on and I stayed committed to learning and listening and then implementing, the change started to happen. It felt so small in the moment. But looking back now, a couple of years later, change is huge, all because taking the one next right step. So what is that one tiny step you could take? Don't make it big. 
make it bite-sized. Okay, so we've got question number one is why. Why are you here? What is keeping you stuck? Why is that thing keeping you stuck? And then number two is what is that next right step? What's the next thing that you could do? And then number three is such an important part. And the question is, how is it going? Now, this is a question you have to ask over and over again, because this last step of the process of becoming unstuck is to check in. So many times we set these goals and we have big plans and we even execute those plans. I think of every person who makes New Year's resolutions, the first week of January, they are so gung-ho. Even the second week of January, they're still in it. By the third week of January, they start to wear off. The excitement starts to wear off. And I notice I stop checking in. And as I have coached women over the years, this is the thing that keeps them from moving forward. It's the check-in. It's whether or not you take that time to hold yourself accountable or have somebody else hold you accountable. It's the check-in that keeps you moving forward, keeps you heading in that direction that you want to go. And so you have to take a minute and check in with yourself. You have to look at how you're doing and if you're still on track to make progress towards where it is you want to go. And so what this looked like for me is I would take three to five minutes like on Sunday nights and just quickly check in with myself. How did last week go? What did I do to move me in the direction that I want to go? And what's my plan moving forward this week? I would just quickly run through those questions, answer them. Sometimes I write it down. Sometimes it was just in my head while I was getting ready for bed. But it was that check-in that helped me to know where I'd been and where I want to go. I have to move forward with intention. And you really have to ask yourself, how's it going? How am I doing? Check in with yourself. And if it's too hard to do it with just yourself, grab a friend or a sister or anyone that can just hold you accountable. Who knows? They might need you to hold them accountable as well. So that stuck feeling is hard. And sometimes it feels impossible to know how to change or to know who is it that I want to become? What is the kind of life I want to live? But it's in that pursuing of how you want to change and who you want to become, you start to figure it out little by little. You have to be a momentum. You have to be moving forward to be taking those steps, no matter how tiny, no matter how small. Change doesn't happen when you're standing still. You have to be willing to take even tiny action. What the world needs right now is moms and women who will rise up and model doing the hard work to make changes. We have to show our kids what they are capable of doing and becoming. We can't just tell them you can be anything you want to be. You can be anyone you want to be. And then not do it ourselves. They're watching, mamas. We have to do the hard work. Alert about ourselves. To love ourselves. Show up for ourselves. And we need women who will not settle for less than their potential. We need women who are ready to make a change in their family. Because that change will trickle into the community. And when it trickles into the community, it starts to trickle into the world. But it starts with us. It starts with us being willing to get unstuck. It starts with us taking those steps to figure out who we are, what we want out of life, what we need in the moment, and then what's the next right step to take us in that direction. If this feels big and overwhelming, don't let it be. You're not alone in this journey. Remember, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. And that's what we're going to focus on in this podcast is the one bite at a time. What's the next thing you can do 
to become who you have potential to become. I hope that today gave you some ideas on how to become unstuck in your life. I'm just so glad that you are here. I'm so excited for this journey that we're going to go on together. I hope you have a great day and we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.